I'm Gregor Thompson, I'm a philosopher and a writer, and I know what the meaning of life is. Welcome to The Struggle. This episode is brought to you by the Struggle for Meaning newsletter. This is a weekly email newsletter that I send out for free every Sunday, a short article concerning the art of embracing struggle. I also send out tips, strategies, recommendations such as movies, music, podcasts and recipes to help along the way. To sign up completely for free, go to gregorthompson.com, the link will be in the show notes, confirm your subscription and make sure you check your spam folder for your welcome newsletter and add me to your contacts to continue to receive it in your inbox for free. And that's it. You're on your way to struggling more and being more productive, healthy and motivated. Now, let's get on with the struggle. This is episode 7 of The Struggle with me, Gregor Thompson. And for this episode, I want to discuss an adage many people employ in their lives to produce comfort. And that is, everything happens for a reason. Generally, when people say this, they mean that there was a subjective reason for an event rather than an objective reason. For instance, if someone crashes a car whilst intoxicated, the objective reason for this is that the driver's reactions and coordination were impaired due to the consumption of alcohol. But some people might say that there was another reason for this happening. To teach the driver a lesson, for instance. So the world chose to make something happen or not happen to teach a lesson. I don't believe this to be true. I believe the world is full of natural causes, correlations and events that occur out with our control and I don't believe that the world makes it so for any reason other than actions and reactions. There was an objective action that caused an objective reaction and that's all there is, no other reasons. Now I'm not saying that we cannot find meaning in an event, just that there is no meaning automatically embedded in the event. When something negative occurs we must find meaning rather than search for a reason. The harsh reality is that the world doesn't care about you. Your life is infinitesimally tiny and objectively insignificant relative to the history of the world and the sheer significance of everything that exists and everything that will ever exist. Many have lived before and many will live after you, so why would there be some mystical reason for you not getting that job you interviewed for? It's unintentional arrogance to believe that the world or universe cares about you in the grand scheme of things. Now, you might be thinking that I'm a nihilist, However, I believe I'm a realistic optimist. It's pretty freeing to know how insignificant you are. If you're really that insignificant, then why wouldn't you try to do something meaningful or ambitious? If the world doesn't care, you might as well care by doing something that's meaningful to you. Because life is short. Too short to be living in accordance with other people's dreams. And too short to care about what other people think of you. Because trust me, they're not thinking about you half as much as you're thinking about what they think of you. I believe that we can find meaning in our meaningless lives, but that is up to us because our lives do not come with meaning pre-packaged. It is up to us to incorporate meaning into our lives so that we can make positive changes and hopefully leave the world better than the way we found it. I did not find it helpful for anyone to say that there was some automatic meaning in my brother dying at the age of 21 in a motorcycle crash. He died due to objective reasons. Now, I don't know what these reasons are, but the weather or poor visibility could have been reasons. The world did not end his life for any subjective reason. The world can be a harsh place, 
And as much as there is unbelievable beauty, there is also unbelievable pain and suffering. People die young. People become addicted to drugs. Young children die of horrific diseases. The list goes on. It is an intellectual failing to ignore this or for a society to believe that all events have meaning prepackaged in them. It is up to us to find and produce the meaning. We must accept that nature will come calling and it will produce pain and suffering and there is no subjective reason for this. Nature takes young people's lives. Addiction exists due to trauma and addictive substances and behaviours. These are the facts. So what can we do to not let these horrific events pull us down towards chaos? We must find meaning in them, not a reason for them. Obviously that's easier said than done, but in order to move past these events we must, otherwise they will slowly eat away at our minds until we're nothing more than withering souls devoid of meaning. There was no mystical reason for my brother's young death other than whatever occurred to produce a collision. The pain and suffering I felt was unimaginable until I felt it. The world ended in my mind. The world chewed me up and it took me a while to jump out of the world's unrelenting fangs. But I did because I produced meaning in this suffering, not a reason for it. My brother didn't die to teach me a lesson or change my life, but that is what happened. But it was up to me and me alone to produce those lessons and ensure that the change wasn't solely negative and my reaction to it was meaningful. And to find meaning in something as horrific as death is one of the hardest things to do. But there's a common meaning we can all find in death, and that is to be grateful for life. Death is one of the only inevitabilities in life, so we might as well accept it and be grateful for the lives we have, our lives as well as our loved ones' lives. Another meaning I found in death is a gratefulness for the life of the dead. I understand this can be excruciating to apply to the death of a young life, but it is possible to be grateful for the short amount of time we had with that life. I am grateful for the 18 years I had with my brother. Do I wish there were more? Of course, but I can be grateful that there wasn't less. We must also find meaning in suffering that's specific to the individual, you. How will you let suffering affect you? The meaning I find in the suffering I've endured is in the creative and hopefully helpful pursuit of writing and communicating how to find meaning in suffering itself and how to find meaningful but difficult pursuits that are worth struggling for. The death of my brother provided unimaginable suffering, but that suffering is now ammunition and evidence of how the struggle for meaning theory is true. Finding meaning in the death of a loved one is evidence that the struggle for meaning works, and if it works for me, it can work for others. So no, everything does not happen for some mystical reason. It happens due to nature. It is up to us to find meaning in life, including suffering. We must embrace the struggle every day by doing difficult things. But we must also accept what we cannot control, no matter how horrific that might be. That acceptance brings with it meaning. And to find meaning in suffering is to find meaning in life. Because if you can find meaning in death, you're sure to find meaning in every other part of life, the good and the bad. When you find meaning in suffering, it is no longer holding you down. You are released from its grip and you are able to move forward one step at a time and you will progress forward. Just don't believe that there is automatically meaning in your suffering. You need to figure that out for yourself. The answer lies in the struggle. So keep on struggling.
Just a few more things before you take off. First, thank you for listening. It genuinely means a lot to see people listening to the content. Second, if you're enjoying the content, please subscribe or follow wherever you're listening. That's the best way you can support the podcast. You also have the option to leave me up to a five-star review, which would also be very much appreciated. And lastly, keep on struggling.